And once again, we caution you. These stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. This is the Marabata jungle. It's the area where they say Henry disappeared. Five miles offshore is the island of Roca. The island is covered by a very dense jungle which surrounds and protects the sacred mountain of Ra-Rami. Sacred because the natives believe that the mountain is cursed. He was a member of a tribe called the Puka. Why is everybody so scared of the Puka? They were the ancient inhabitants of Ra-Rami. In their language, Ra-Rami means mountain of the cannibal god. This is the Bonus Potato Podcast. I'm Tom Carnell. And I'm Langley West. Episode 167. Ed Kurtz is our guest, returning a guest. Returning guest. Ed, welcome. Thank you. Uh, we got I feel Ed. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, we got Ed here to talk about something that I wanted to talk about uh, for a while, but it's hard to find people that know anything about it. Right. A lot of people yeah. know about stuff that are superficial. Sure. To the genre. Yeah. And what we're talking about is the cannibal film, i.e. any film where somebody eats, eats somebody, somebody else. else. At that, with that said, out of the box, pretty much all of these films are going to be, like, not safe for work. Sure. Some of these are, you know, you need to wear a cup on. They're really, really graphic. Well, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, um, I feel like that... There's going to be a whole swath of those that we talk about, but at the same time, there's a lot of movies that, when you mention, when you remind somebody, oh, somebody got eight in that film, they didn't remember. Right. You know, it wasn't it was that wasn't the focus of the film. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple of them. I've got yeah, I've got some. And when did you first? I mean, it's, it's hard to say because some of I mean, cannibalism is kind of ubiquitous in a lot of genres, it's a, different it's genres. It's a time-honored tradition. But there's the cannibal film, right? Which is mostly Italian. Yes. <laughs> uh, mostly goes under uh, a variety of names. For every one name you know a film by, you'll hear it by another one. Yeah. Um, and when did you first encounter this kind of stuff? Okay. Well, you want my personal history? Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, I did not grow up with horror films. Like a lot of people in the genre who did, I did not. Um because I was a really serious pussy cat. <laughs> like, like when they had like anti-drug PSAs, I was I was scared and I would cry. I mean, like everything on TV scared me when I was a kid. Huh. So my parents were like, "No horror for you." So I didn't watch any horror growing up. And at huh. twenty, I moved to LA for a year, and my roommate was this guy from Syria who was a horror fanatic and he wanted to share some of this stuff with me and at that time in my life like a lot of you know 20 year old white male film geeks i was just like no i only watch bergman and curacao you know <laughs> um all that not i mean i still like that shit but when you're like that's all i watch you're an asshole yeah um 
But uh, so he brought home from the video store VHS. I'm, I'm an old guy. Like you, like you're old. We're old. Guys. We're all, we're all old. Guys. Uh, he brought home from the video store Fulci's Zombie, which I always refer to as Zombie Two. Right. Right. But but in the U.S. Zombie, and I was transfixed <laughs> by by. I mean, I but I'd seen a few things before that, like some American films that were kind of cheesy, and I still like them. You know, Friday Thirteenth and shit like that. But this this movie absolutely just transfixed me. Everything about the Italian horror setup, particularly in the seventies, that one was seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just I was just in love at first sight. And oddly, the very next one I watched was the last great Italian horror film, um, Delamore de la Morte, uh, Cemetery Man, yeah, by yeah. Michel Soavi. Yeah, yeah. It's really the, the signals the end of Italian horror. But um, so I, from there, I, I needed everything, and I'm and, and twenty plus years later, I'm still digging. Sure, it's it, it's but, hard. It's 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 one of those things like a like roots where you find things that well, lead you to other things. And yeah, every time that you yeah. think you've seen everything, oh yeah, y- there you that see a reference any, somewhere, and then holy shit, there's this whole other vein. I had no, like, for example, I had no idea like German crimi films in the early sixties, right? And then Italian giallo, and for, I thought they went away. Yeah, who knew they went to Spain? Right, exactly. Know? So, yeah, and, and then and that's all another that one with Edgar Wallace novels in England. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I'm very, very interested in t- the taxon the taxonomy of uh, popular culture. Yeah, where things come from. Yeah. Um, and it, and I and I'm and I'm totally going to nerd out on that with the with the cannibal genre tonight. But yeah, I'm um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, do but you... eventually, I made my way to Cannibal Holocaust. That was my sure. introduction, and I don't think that should be somebody's introduction. Sure. By the way, but it, but it, but it often is. Isn't it often it? is. Yeah, it's it's like, the film everyone I, talks about. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I, I think Man Man from Deep River should be your introduction because that was the one that started the cannibal Agreed. boom right. in Italy. But even then, uh, when we're talking about taxonomy, that goes back further. Uh, but that was the first great Italian mm-hmm. can- cannibal film. What What about uh, uh, What about you? Like, like, like I, I'm interested in getting everyone's like. How did you first find these kind of films? It, it, it was Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. I, I, I uh, my that wasn't my roommate. My roommate just gave me those two films. Uh-huh. Back back in the nineties, and, sure. and and I was and I was hooked, and um, I mean, internet was pretty nascent in those days, so it, that wasn't really a help. Yeah, I just was, but but one wonderful thing that was nice in those days, and some cities still have these, but not many, were old school video stores that sure. still had yeah. everything that they ever had, and back well, in those days, you could do that, and you could go and find. Like these beat up VHS cassettes in the big boxes and shit. Sure. As long and as when I saw, say again. I was gonna say as long as somebody didn't steal the, the video store's <laughs> right. copy of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because it seems well, like I, I used to go. I used to go to one in Austin where they had 
cassettes that were so rare that you had to put down like a fifty dollar deposit. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That was back in the days. Fucking thing home. That was back in the days when the tapes themselves were like ninety bucks. Right. See, oh let, yeah. Let, let me get uh, blindly. Let me get your first exposure to this stuff. Is it the same? No, no. Um, uh, you know, the first time that that I, I mean on the spot, just thinking off the top of my head, the first time that I can think of that I had to wrap my head around somebody eating somebody else um, was probably when I was a little kid and I saw Soylent Green. Now, there you go. It's different. It's yeah. not, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm picking up an arm and I'm taking a big chunk out of it. When in um, Rome. But, as a, you know, and it's, you know, it seems so cliche now. Uh, but as a little kid, when Charlton Heston is screaming, you know, Soylent Green is people, people, I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had forgotten about that stuff. Well, there's a lot of that stuff. That sort of, you know, naked prey kind of, right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I remember, I would, I am old enough to remember the glory days when electronic stores were going, what is this thing that they've sent me, this VCR right. that you yeah, could yeah, yeah. rent and bring home? Oh, my God. Um, which led to the mom and pop video stores, yeah. which I was there when those bo- old boxes that... Um, I was just talking about yeah. were new, yeah. And you, mm-hmm. this world opened up where it, it opened. It started with for me with Gates of Hell, and then you started to read in things in things like um, Bla- um, Blackest Heart Media, Sean's record, right, thing, right, right. The Chaz Balance stuff. Yeah, they would warn you about these films that didn't play fair. Yeah, and yeah, And it yeah. was like, films like Man from Deep River and and Cannibal Holocaust. Then they would have. They would say like banned on thirty two. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, when, when Chaz Balance says Cannibal Holocaust d- quote delivers the groceries, it's like, oh, I got to see this. Yeah, because here's a yeah. guy. Most of this <laughs> stuff, I think the the thing that Italians have, they're able to take something that we are fairly comfortable with. Let's say the zombie film. Sure. And they can. Sleep Squeeze it up in yeah. a really cool <laughs> way. It's, I think, why you when you look at the aforementioned Spanish Jalla films and the German Krimi film, they feel different because the Italians they're so wrapped up in their own guilt and sexuality. Sure. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like, and there's a titillation factor of watching someone do the ultimate forbidden. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's eat, something eat I, the human. I right. wanted to talk about is like you know before we even get into the films, it's like the the Cannibalism, uh, you know, is 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 one of the big taboos, right? Yeah. You don't eat other people, you know, and in a bad way. You don't. Which eat was them. what makes it such gripping. It, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> first, first sex fuck. Club. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I I'm gonna say that the first example that I can think of, and I and, and I'm sure this is completely wrong because I think people have been eating people since time. Sure. You know, since since. The first caveman hit another guy over the head. Uh, He's like that guy looks right. like Right, <laughs> might be good. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, uh, but I wanted to I wanted to point out Goya's um, Saturn devouring his son. Oh, there yeah. you go. Because yeah, yeah, it yeah. is a it, it is a striking visual. It's it's a single frame, you know. But I see a whole movie whenever oh, I sure, see that squirrel. painting. Yeah. Uh, well, look at look at if you want to go and there, folks at home. If you if you're not familiar. Google that right now. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and make it your background on your desktop. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at look at something like Titus Andronicus. Right. Where where yeah. there's a pretty nasty little moment in that 
uh, play as well, where yeah. that mother with the, the branches and all that. Yeah, yeah, being fed her own son and, and all that other shit. Um, so I, I w- well, I, and I wanted to, but I wanted to to with that. The reason why I brought that up is because I wanted to to talk a, uh, uh, for a brief moment about why do you think it is? What is it that makes it so taboo in certain cultures? And yet, in like for example, Papua New Guinea, uh, it 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 was what you did, right? You you know, like yeah. what is the Sometimes difference? Sometimes you gotta what? eat a Rockefeller. <laughs> um, I, I think in most of the I think in most of the cultures that we're aware of where that was ritual, it wasn't anything like what you see in the Italian films. Right? Sure. No. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was it was people who had already been killed or had already died. Yeah, you don't right. let they didn't anything kill go to, people specifically to eat them. You don't uh, you don't let anything go to waste. And sure, and then the, then there becomes a. a, 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 a Sacred aspect to it, well, and, yeah, and, and what and have you. Almost like, um, almost, uh, uh, I don't know, um, like paying respect. You know, it's Agreed. like it's like you know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah in, the, in the in the in the South American tribes, and and I'm being like super super broad here as a non anthropologist, so forgive me. Yeah. But um, you know, the idea was that you know if you were to eat some portion of a an, an enemy that you killed in battle you were gaining something from that enemy right and um, and, and much it was a ritual aspect it wasn't i i'm hungry i'm going to go kill some guys so mm-hmm. i can eat them right. You know? right yeah 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 well but the there's an inherent like nature itself has stop gaps for this kind of stuff right. it, it, cannibalism inherently means Krusfeld jacob which means Essentially, Kuru. She, yeah, human right. mad cow disease, and so the nature yeah. kind of has a way. Right, it's why most cannibals are depicted as feral because their brains are all sure. And, and it's you know, I mean, like you know, <laughs> talking about nature, putting in stop. You know, uh, you're a, a recent uh, grandfather, and yes, uh, and sorry, uh, talking about um, how are why, you still alive? Why you babies know. are so cute. Yeah, so you don't. I say all the time, babies so, are so cute. You don't eat them. So you yeah. don't eat them in times of famine. But even then, come so on, baby pe- meat. <laughs> but people, but but yeah, people in Western culture all the time, all the time say, "What? I just want to eat that up. It's so cute." Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Why? Why, do, you why is that part of our culture? I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I think though that uh, a couple of thoughts. Number one, a lot of times what gets hidden in these, especially the Italian films, is that some these these villagers don't just attack these people. They're they're somewhere buried in that bullshit of a script is this excuse of <laughs> someone did some white people did something right. bad to us or these pe- white people themselves right. did something bad to us yeah well i feel like it gets there eventually when you when you <laughs> when you watch the italian cannibal boom chronologically as i have done because i have nothing better to do with my life <laughs> um if you the early films man from deep river for, is, is an example yeah. um now, it's important to keep in mind that that movie didn't start out as a cannibal movie. What happened was the producers saw a great film based on a great short story by uh, Dorothy Johnson, man, uh, A Man Called Horse, with Richard uh, uh, Harrison. Shed, um, Richard uh, Harrison. Harrison, thank you. Uh, 1970. Um, wonderful film uh, about a 
a fancy a fancy lad to, to quote cabin boy if, if you haven't seen that goddamn <laughs> much, it great. he's a he's a fancy lad who decides to seek adventure and is uh abducted by it by a, a western indian tribe uh who treat him very much like garbage until he proves himself to them and the whole time he just wants to escape he thinks if i can prove myself to them i can escape but by the time it gets to the point where he's accepted by the tribe, he doesn't want to escape. Right, right. He's he's happy with his life. It's a wonderful film. It's a wonderful short story to seek out. Uh, Dorothy Johnson's uh, collection, Indian Country, has, has that story. And it was a big hit. And the Italians, obviously, who themselves were master, new masters of the Western, they changed the face of the Western, mm, Yeah, want, wanted to do something just like that. And that coupled with the fact that you have to deal with a lot of inherent white colonialism when you're dealing with the Western genre. Mm. Uh, all of that comes together into what became Man from Deep River. Um, and they are. I mean, uh, our main character, played by Ivan Razumov, he didn't really do anything wrong. Right, right. Um, but he witnesses pretty, pretty, some pretty horrible things, you know. Yeah. Law of the Jungle, man. And by the way, this film, Man from Deep River, directed by Umberto Lenzi, one of the great genre directors of. Yeah. We just lost him last year. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the thing though is, is that when you're in a genre like horror and uh, adventure and exploitation, you want that sort of. Um, you're, you're, you always are walking that line, and these these cannibal films did that in spades. Yeah. They were lurid. Well, they, well, they, cr they crossed the line. A lot of times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot of people... I, I it's, it's interesting that people will watch Cannibal Holocaust and not have a problem with a lot of it until they get to the turtle scene. The fucking turtle, man. The, yeah, the, yeah. the turtle pisses me off, yeah. you know. Because I know... It, it, it's interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I know those people aren't getting killed. Right. No matter how real it looks. Right. No matter, you know, and, and despite the fact that they had to go to court for the impalement scene yeah. and, right. and all that bullshit. Um, but that's one of the great special killed. effects ever. Oh, my great. God. That but here's the thing, though, is that Deodato is the guy that gets blamed for all of that, and all of those movies did it. They did it in Man from Deep River. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They all do that. He didn't invent... I mean, I'm not saying it was right, but, you know... You know what I said to my girlfriend earlier when I was watching Cannibal Ferox? Is I wish they'd made a film where the animal violence was fake and the human violence was real. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of... Speaking of the Hannibal Holocaust, which is sort of the, the elephant in the room... Um, the thing that first caught my eye was the the casting of Arbola, who is a porn star, which I'm sure for for he's used to being in front of the camera. He's, right. he's used to acting. Sure, let's sign him up. Um, but the fact is, is that it was the film that um, everyone warned me about. You know? Right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, which for folks like us means I have to do. You this have right to right. Right. exactly. Right. 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 Um, yeah. It had an interesting uh, 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 format to be duplicated in many ways later at the Blair Witch Project. The idea of yeah, it's fine. Found. No, no, no. no, no, no. Did we lose this? <laughs> oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's the yeah. first found footage yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. And, and the only good. 
I agree couple. with you, sir. There's, no, a, there's one or two. Found footage means you don't know how to make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I like I but but if you're doing but the nice thing about cable holocaust is uh, what year yeah. you're eighty? Yeah. Yeah. Uh so they're limited. They have to do this in thirty five. These are actual the characters are actual filmmakers. And right. so the footage that we're watching is good footage. We still yeah. understand that this is lost, unedited footage, but it's good footage. Whereas the modern found footage film is some jackass with a fucking hundred dollar, you know, <laughs> you need video a recorder. Strapped to the yeah, head. you need a Dramamine for yeah. most of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I, watching was a Cloverfield. I mean, I was, I, yeah, I was sick. I was sick to my stomach. But. uh but yeah, if, as far as the porn thing goes, my God, one, one of the most fascinating things to me about 70s horror in Italy and the United States and beyond is the weird relationship between porn and horror. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where, where, where people who did porn would move into horror, people that did horror would move into porn. It was very common. It seemed... To, to see crossover there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like in Italy at, le at, at that time, it was... You were an exploitation actor, mm -hmm. so it didn't matter if you this, did porn, sure. if you did horror, if you did whatever it was. You know, uh, you that happened in the U.S. too. What was the name of the company that did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It escapes me right now. The, the company. It was, it was a the production company. It was a, a mob-owned production company who also did Deep Throat. Hello. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm blanking on that I, as well. I, I am too. Uh, a lot, but a lot of times you see a lot of the same actors and actresses. This Ivan Razumov appears in a rash of these things. Um, sure. And I, and I wonder I mean, about that. I mean, Deodato's De uh, uh, Last Cannibal World, a.k.a. Jungle Holocaust, was supposed to be a sequel to uh, Man from Deep River. Right. And Umberto, Umberto Lenzi was supposed to direct it at, at the throw, but... They had the same two leads. They had May May Lai and Ivan Razumov. Yeah, he's in a bunch of those. You know, yeah. May May Lai is in a bunch of them too. You know, um, mm -hmm. it seems to me like like the Italians at some point looked at old Hollywood films, <laughs> old Hollywood Absolutely. jungle yeah. films, yeah. right? And it's like there were always you know natives, horribly racist films, right? Where these natives yes. were you know you know they always had a big pot you know or a big you yeah. Know, Cauldron, and there were always. Let's, let, let's do. Let's talk about this. <laughs> let's absolutely no. Let's absolutely talk about this because I want to. Can I get personal for a moment? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have crabs. <laughs> oh, that's too. That's too personal. That's too. <laughs> uh, we didn't know that's what no. you meant. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I'm very itchy. I. Uh, okay, so I put on Man from Deep River. I, I crammed for this. Yes, I yeah, saw your Facebook feed. Yeah, I crammed for this, and I, I, I have Man on Deep River on on the the uh, the Raro video Blu-ray under the the title Sacrifice exclamation point. Yes, yeah. And I had seen it years, many years, and that was the one. Obviously, as we discussed, that was the one that started the uh, the boom, the Italian boom. Right. Uh, so so that was the one I wanted to start with, and I had it sitting out. Um, as I'm, I'm going to do this, I'm going to watch this movie. Now, my partner, God bless her, 
uh, a wonderful author in her, uh, as, as well, uh, Dung Jai Gam. Look her up. She has wonderful short stories out there. A little plug. Is from Thailand. And I did not remember that this movie takes place in Thailand. Uh, oh, okay. So she picked up the, 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 the Blu-ray and she's looking at it and she went, Cannibals in Thailand? And she yeah. looks at me and she's like, and, and she was like, really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, baby. I want to read this movie. I don't know what to tell you. you know, I'm like, ah, sorry. And, you know, it's, it's, yeah. So, I mean, I already knew that these fucking movies are racist as shit. Sure. Because I come from a. Uh, a, 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 a pop culture background, and not—I mean, God, I'm a white guy in America. Of course, I come from a racist background, but um, <laughs> but my pop culture, the, the shit that I have consumed in my life, is very racist, and I have to come to terms with the fact that I'm a Tarzan fan, dudes. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. 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 I love. I love Tarzan novels, and I love the the old Tarzan movies. I, I read and watch them regularly. And I don't have any kids, thank Christ. But if I did, I've thought to myself, would I introduce them to this? Oh, this if I did, to the Tarzan stuff. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. That's not, the, not the cannibal stuff, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I did at one Tarzan, point in my kids. Tarzan of the Apes is, you know, something for younger readers. Right. You know, a hundred and four years ago. Well, I think I, I think that's... And, but it's super fucking racist. It is. And, and you know, I, I thought to myself, if I was reading the original novel, Tarzan of the Apes, aloud... To my hypothetical child, would I would I come to that sentence, that regular sentence that happened, and just skip over it, or would I explain it? And then ultimately, if I did explain it, and this kid said, "Papa, why why are you reading this racist <laughs> shit to me?" I love that your kid How? calls you Papa. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I well, I, I did a lot of drugs in the nineties, so I'm pretty sure I, I can't have kids. But I right, and by the nineties I mean Tuesday. But anyway, <laughs> I you know I mean how would I explain that? And that that goes into this bigger kind of picture of look if you are into exploitative media of any kind. Tarzan is exploitative media. Cannibal films are exploitative media. Uh, and obviously, if you are a fan of exploitation films, is exploitative media. What is our defense? I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that. I think it has to do with peeking behind the curtain and about looking at what we aren't supposed to look at. And, well, and that kind of thing. And, yeah. I, and, and for me, it's it's all about giving giving uh, in this case the hypo child context. Mm. It's like, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm going to give you this thing and uh, it's really entertaining and uh, it's something that I really enjoyed as a kid and I didn't understand you know, the um, the inherent racism that was in this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to exp- I'm going to tell you right up front. Yeah. This is, you know, H.P. Lovecraft. 
is a racist motherfucker. Sure. Yeah. I want you Bad to check. The, but I want you to check this shit out. Yeah. And, well, and hopefully w- you have the you have enough brains to sift through all that. Nonsense. Exactly. That's one, the, one thing yeah. I wanted to talk about is the you, Ed. You had mentioned the the link between um, um, the horror and sex. Uh, Joe DiMato's 1977 Emmanuel and the Last of the Cannibals. This is like bringing both of those things together. Amato later did films like Porno Holocaust and Erotic Nights Uh, of the Living Dead. Um, Of the Living Dead, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And this was sort of you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a nice person. (laughs) It's uh, that 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 was a guess. (laughs) <laughs> that it's, but this is a film that is sort of chocolate and peanut butter, right? It's two great tastes that taste great together. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a little bit of porno film. It's a little bit of cannibal film. Yeah. Laura Gemser returns as Emmanuel. The, yeah. The, yeah. The great Laura Gemser. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. there ever was there ever a greater sexploitation star? We all know the answer to that. No, there wasn't. No. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm thinking names like Sybil Danning, maybe. Or, I'm a big fan. I'm a yeah. big fan of Sylvia Cristal, but Laura's got uh, got the okay. sleazy good. Here's, here's my hip pocket, Edvig Finich. You're not going to hear this, are you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, all of this. I, I'm not. I'm not the Ed Kurtz. I'm a different guy. Go ahead. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to mention uh, was an important part of this was Slave of the Cannibal God, aka Mountain of the Cannibal God. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Ursula Andress. God bless her. And God one of my all-time favorite actors in history. Yes. The the lead, gentlemen. Uh, Stacy Keach. Yes, Stacy Keach. Stacy Keach, the yep. great, the Mike Hammer. Directed. What a great film! Yeah, it's wild, and it's and because Stacy Keach, spoiler, kind of gets winged early, like his he his leg gets yeah. broken. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, directed by Sergio Martino, the great Sergio Martino, who's responsible yeah. for things like Torso. 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 Another one of those names that. All you need to do is find Sergio Martino's IMDb and just start clicking them off. Yep. Yeah, um, a lot of these guys, Ruggiero Diodato, you'll find gold. Full, even Fulci. There are Fulci films that people um, they think they they're well versed in Fulci, but they, they haven't a seen. Whole, God, the Fulci Westerns. made forty plus films in his career. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. 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 And there's a lot of them that people haven't seen. I mean, he made comedies. He made westerns. Sure, a lot of sex comedies. It's kind of like it's kind of like Sergio Leone. It's like you know, you only know. You only know the westerns, and you know what came after. Well, he he didn't make that many films, but well, no, yeah. he didn't make that many films compared to a lot of his Italian. That's followers. true. I mean, However, you a know, lot like, of them made. You know, Umberto Lenzi made a million fucking movies. It's uh, like the, the Leone made like ten, <coughs> if if that. Well, but Leone did a wide cross Yeah, he also DP'd on a lot of stuff. So he, you know, yeah, like, yeah. So, so when you see the Colossus of Rhodes, for not, example. Not, not yeah. to get into the porn thing with DP, so that's it. That, <laughs> what we mean is director of photography, not the right. penetration. Director, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... Um, there's a couple of things that always... Another name you always see involved, not always, but in a lot of the big ones in this film, previous guest Giovanni 
Lombardo Radici. Yeah. He was in Cannibal, Cannibal Ferox. Ferox. Yeah. Um, mm. He was in Jungle... Uh, was it... Not Jungle Holocaust. What's the one with John Saxon? And after talking to him... Uh, Cannibal Apocalypse. There you go. Cannibal Apocalypse. And after talking to him, yeah. I don't think he really cared. He didn't give a <laughs> shit about what he was doing on that film. I don't think... I Jesus, think, you talked to him too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, we did he, an hour. You guys gotta get... You guys gotta get me in on this just so I can slabber. I know. It was really there hard. You go. But he couldn't... He, he didn't give a like shit. Movie. He didn't give a shit about it. He was just... No, hey, was I, they hired me and I showed up. Um, but he's another one of those guys. You're, you're, you're talking to the old, all these great Italian icons. I mean, how's their English? Um, his was great. There's his, a whole hour on yeah, there, but I'll send you a link. And Barbara, Barbara, Barbara Minolfi. I don't... I, I ask, because I don't listen to your show unless I'm on it. Of course. <laughs> it's funny. I don't listen to my show, and I'm on it. I listen to my show. <laughs> I listen to my show to fall asleep. That's, yeah. that's, that's my... I, you know, you know uh, the, the great uh, Southern crime writer, Eric Pruitt, God bless him, look him up, read him. Uh, he was the one that dubbed me the voice that makes you moist. So, uh, you know, I liked it. I yeah. Liked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. nice. That's nice. Um, let's see. I'm gonna. I'm just clicking names off the list now. Rigaro Diodato, Jungle Holocaust, uh, also called... This is the thing you run into. Um, uh, with Italian films, it's, it's challenging. And, you know, my girlfriend, she has a lot of trouble with this. Yeah. Where she says... I I thought because I'll post you know I post the posters sure right I'm I'm trying to keep track this year of all the crazy shit I watch and I put the posters up on social media and she says I, I thought you said it was this I'm like look yeah <laughs> Italian <laughs> Italian films rarely have one title yeah well there's always going to be inherently there's going to be the Italian title in Italian <laughs> and then it sort of gets. Then, you know, but then you have somebody that's trying to shoehorn it into a series. Yeah. And so and so you have numerous movies that might be, you know, Zombie 9 or Demons 50 or whatever the fuck. Sure. You know? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, there was this um, uh, uh, a number of films released under the name Cannibal Ferox, too. One of which, Massacre in Dinosaur Valley. Oh, that's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a piece of shit. It is a it's piece a of piece shit. But, but it's fun. But you gotta, you know, if you're like me, you're like, all right. Well, you you pack on. You go, okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're yeah. gonna do this. We're gonna do papaya. Love well, goddess of the cannibals. We're gonna <laughs> do all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jess Franco. Jess no, this is Franco. that was Joe D'Amato. Oh is, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Which one, which one was Jeff? Je uh, Joe Franco did. Yeah. He did. He did white he cannibal did queen. White cannibal oh, queen yeah. in 1980. He also did Devil Hunter. With the great Yo, both devil of, under, with both the of, eyes, yeah, yeah. Both of those films featuring the the great Italian actor Al Cliver, who was in, who was in oh, Zombie. Yes. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was yeah, the blonde yeah. guy yes, in Zombie. He, was. he right. also did a, a wonderfully uh, uncomfortable western called White Apache. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> White White Apache was actually Will Shatner. His was called uh, what was it called? Apache. Girl or something. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Apache Blanco. So, in, in yeah, talking, I don't know. <laughs> so we're uh, just talking about racist movies, right? So, now. Uh, for, well, for people who are listening that that haven't picked up on it, there was uh, when you say cannibal films, 
people immediately go to the Italian film. Sure. Uh, the, the, but the there's Ma- a lot of other shit. The Mondo films. Right. right yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, and, you know, from from the most mainstream fare, like uh, what was the what was the the airplane crash movie? Alive. Alive. Yeah, yeah. Alive. That's a great film. Yeah, it is a great film. You know, I was in a what's the old joke about? Um, I was in a plane crash in the Andes and I never ate a sock. <laughs> Um, I, I would like to say, and guys, you know, I would like to eat a soccer player. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, you guys are expert. I like to think I'm an expert, but the, I like to think that can't. Okay, here's the thing: the modern, or not the modern, the '70s Italian cannibal film cannot exist without uh, two films: The Naked Parade, 1965, yes. and A Man Called Horse, 1970. But in 1963, the first, what is often considered the first gore film uh, ever I know where was, made, was, was, was made right here in the United States, and that was Blood Feast, Herschel yeah. Gordon Lewis. In Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Florida, starring Playboy model Connie Mason. What a, what a terrific movie. Oh, my Have God. Have you ever had an Egyptian feast? <laughs> well, yeah. you know, and that's Ramsey, yeah, same thing. That's the and, thing. Yeah, same is, thing. Is that? Although I'm from the I'm from the south. That actually happens. We do eat people. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we're we're very back. We're very backward. <laughs> Have you been to the doctor lately? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I, my 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 witch doctor. I uh, we're a backwards people. Uh. As, as the most recent election tells you, right? right. But, uh, <laughs> by the way, not to get uh, political or anything. By the way, alive, directed by Frank Marshall. Right? Was uh, it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did not remember that. When I was doing read all my research last night, I was like, "What? <laughs> That's crazy." Uh, there's a couple and of things. Then there was also remember, remember the art house. There was like the art house cannibal film, the cook, the wife, his. The yeah, thief, eating the thief Raul. and his lover. Yeah, yeah. yeah eating Pe- Raul. Peter Greenway. Ravenous. Ravenous. Oh my God. Ravenous. So, there Rav- you go. Uh, <laughs> dude, Ravenous is my favorite cannibal film of all time. I love uh, this that, movie. That's a, that's a bold claim, but that's that's a good claim because that's it's a fucking good a, movie. It's a terrific movie, and and there's actually a little bit of a spate of uh, of of good. Western uh, uh, cannibal films that were actually made by women, and that's yeah. one. And that's, yeah. that's Antoni- Antonio Bird. Yes. Yeah. We also have uh, Blood Diner. Yes. It's terrifically fun. Oh my god. Nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. That's, that's a that's a remake of Blood Feast, essentially. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, a higher quality. I don't know if that's a. I don't know if you can get that these days, but. Isn't isn't that part of the the draw of a lot of these, uh, especially the seventies films, Blood Feast, for example, or well, sixties, um, is that there's not much money. No, there's no money. Yeah, and it's like we went to the store and we bought like you know, there's a cow there's, guts. Yeah, or there's whatever. an arm decapitation in two thousand Maniacs that's literally meat tied to a mannequin. Arm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I forget which film, which uh, Lewis film it is, but where she's like wiggling around with the the, the pole through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the first time I saw that, I I, I was like, 
Oh my god, they really killed somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and no. It's that's, magic! That's not the case, but... Here, uh... Were you done with that? Yeah. The story? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Here's my favorite. Shut up. Why are you like I, no, no. I have, I have actually two of these non-Italian films that I think yeah. I, I really, really love. Number one, uh, 1959. Um, listen to this. <laughs> Written by Tennessee Williams. Yes. Script, oh, yes. Script by Gore Vidal. Yes. Directed yes. by Joseph Mankovich. Starring Elizabeth Taylor, Cornell Wilde, and Catherine Hepburn. Films called Suddenly... Cornell Wilde, who... Cornel Wilde, who was the, the star and director of Naked Brain, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, it's about a, a woman that is in... Suddenly ther- last summer. Suddenly last summer. Yes. A woman that's in therapy to, for some event. And as the film goes on, you learn that she watched children tear her friend apart and eat him. <laughs> so no, I, I, I love them. Yeah. It, Wonderful film. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's an amazing film. And it's, it's, again, one of those films that like people... Forget, that yeah. That's, that someone got that, eaten. Yeah, exactly. That somebody got eaten. Um, I mean, we're kind of we're kind of ruining the film for the audience. Yeah, honestly, fuck it. But but yeah, Dude, fuck it's you, 1959. They should they should. The other one, the other one, I'm gonna throw out. But but well, by God, watch that movie. Yeah. That that scene, that 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 ultimate scene with Montgomery Cliff. Yeah. Holy yeah, yeah, yeah. smokes. Um, the other one I, 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 sw- I swear a lot, so when I say holy smokes, I mean business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one I want to throw out there is is kind of a pull, but uh, ni- uh, co- 1959, Kony Chikawa's Fire on the Plane. Um, I'm not familiar. No. World War II soldiers on an island who resort to cannibalism. Wow. Yeah, I... I need yeah. this in my life. It's really good. Well, you I want to. I'm. You know, right now, I'm. It's starting to nibble at the back of my mind. It, it's. I think it's fire on the plane. It's either that or the golden heart. But I think it's fire on the plane. Well, you um, know, hold on. A second, I'm sorry. One thing. Yeah. Uh, the guy who did Tetsuo Shinya Sukamoto. Yeah. Did a recent version of this. Skip that. Go to the black and white go one. There's the a nice Criterion version. Go to the old version. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Really? Wow. This is a Japanese film. Yeah. By the way. Okay. Uh, I was in Vegas like a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, to visit my son. Yes. And I went to a bar. How were the ho- how were the hookers? <laughs> uh, well, you know they're hookers. Uh, so yeah, I went. Yeah. I went to a Barnes and Noble. Yeah. You invited I, me on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I was reminded of the difference between the stores between like a city and a town. Yeah. Because. I went there, and there's an entire rack of Criterion. Collection. Oh sure. And I was just like, oh yeah. my god! Yeah. It's like if I, Dude, <laughs> I would money. give, I would give, at least my dog for the uh, to be able to go into that Criterion closet yeah, man. and have my pull. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me let me think. A couple other things I want to mention. Number one, Van Diemen's Land uh, about its soldiers. I mean, prisoners in old Tasmania. <sighs> 1800. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, this that, is, yeah, that's it's a great film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who they, they try to escape, and as they escape, they realize they escape into a wasteland that, that, um, they end up resorting to cannibalism as well. Well, you know, and, and, and it's that, really good. That brings up, that brings up something, and that, um, unlike vampirism or zombies or stuff like that, Cannibal films are based in fact. I mean, y- you know, I, it also. I, go ahead. Yes and no. Well, what well, I mean is, what I mean is, um, you know, we have 
historical uh, evidence. Yeah, Dahmer evidence. Party. I mean, well, the Dahmer Party is, is yeah, a yeah, good yeah. example, you know, hmm. and um, and and it 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 provides the the fertile foil the, the fertile soil for all of this stuff to happen, hmm. you know. For but I also think what's important is that can the the cannibal genre inherently implies that it doesn't take being bitten by a werewolf, it right. doesn't take being bitten by no. a vampire, you have the potential right. to, to, to be do this. All it takes is being hungry. Yeah, and yeah. everyone can relate to hungry. Yeah, exactly. It's the first thing we feel as we come out of the womb. Yeah. and uh, can, can, can I take a poll? Yeah. Wait, what? Is that are, a question? Are you guys... Yeah. Go ahead. Are you guys, foodie? are you guys foodies? I'm Absolutely. Foodie. Tom is, I know, I'm not. I know where this is going. Go ahead. I think I do. Go ahead. Would you, would you, would you do it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, think I don't. I don't want to go to my. I don't want. I, I really do not want to go to my grave. Well, you know what's funny is With, without knowing. I want to know. Well, here's the thing. It's for me. It, for me, it's uh, would I do it? Sure. If that's what was available, I right. like. I don't. Oh care. yeah, I'm not going to go out and. Well, no, I, no, like, I'm not going to murder somebody. Like, the <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. But I'm just saying that you know. No, if, I hear if, you. Poppy C. Bright. If, there, uh, if if I if I could possibly be in a situation where I'm not hurting somebody, yeah. it's never going to happen. But if I could, yeah, yeah. Well, here's a couple of things. Number just one, to know. But Poppy, C., uh, Billy Martin was talking about this once long time ago. Yeah, and and B- Billy Martin, wonderful, wonderful genius author. Yeah, uh, who was published by Poppy Z. Bright. Yeah, yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but she, she talked about it when they, when or, or he talked about it when they were doing, she was doing the oh, fuck. I'm getting all tied up in this. Um, the books on the restaurants. Um, but I remember yes. back in well, my, he, he had a wonderful uh, uh, career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And restaurants, yeah. Um, I remember back in my working in funeral homes, marveling at looking. <laughs> this sounds so fucked up, but marveling at looking at people and like and realizing this is really just meats. You know, you look at some ribs yeah, and you think right. those are ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I think it's it's the big question though, right? So for me, the 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 question. It's kind of meaningless because I'm not a foodie. I don't care. It, it, like food, is just fuel to me. So you're a weird person. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, yeah. What what I mean is, okay. I I already I already know it tastes like pork. Yeah, because we have. Well, you don't know that though. You I do know that, that because it's I. That, have but then again, everything else tastes like chicken. So. No, wait, but it, no things wait, don't wait, taste wait. like. Wait, wait, wait. going to admit. True. It, you're going to admit to your cannibalism right now. Hold on. <laughs> you do know. You do know that because <laughs> the the point being that <laughs> I I thought you were going to confess I, the I murder right now. I thought no, no, this no, was no. going to be really awesome. Okay. I guess I guess I guess what I'm confessing to is that. This is not a big taboo to me. It's like you know, it's like oh my god. The, the, the taboo is killing the person. Listen to the bonus material to podcast where we admit to cannibalism in order to eat somebody. That's, That's the taboo. But if, yeah, if yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not interested in murdering people like Langley clearly has done, <laughs> as he as he has just admitted. <laughs> 
Hey, I we all have a hobo in there. Look, everybody <laughs> has a vice, Ed. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I, I like booze. Mainly <laughs> likes murder. It's, it's what it is. Another, another one I want to mention is We Are What We Are. Jorge, Jorge Michael oh. Brow yeah. in 2010. And That's then a great Jim movie. Mexico, yeah. version, then Jim Mickles' version in 2013. Yeah, I was going to say there's two versions of that movie. The, the original film is, is Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're both yeah. great. Yeah. They're both great. About a um, family whose matriarch patriarch dies, and now the the children are being called upon to get meat for the yeah. rest of the family. Yeah. And these aren't hillbillies. Yeah. They, they are functioning within a normal society. I guess I guess that's the point I was getting to, is that like once, once somebody's gone, uh, aside from the health uh, factors, yeah. you know, that, that, that could happen to you, what does it matter? It's... Fucking me. Well, other than the then the again the aforementioned Kreisfeld Jacob thing, yeah, that, that well, a that's, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, I I I was at a con once and some girl I was interviewing Norman Reedus and some girl gave him squirrel jerky. I oh my that. god, dude! I ate that. But on the other other hand, that could have been anything. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, yo, yeah. hold on, like, back uh, up. Uh, Tom, are you are you from where you live in the Pacific Northwest? No, I'm from. I was raised in California. And Langley, where are you from? I'm from southern Illinois, down by Kentucky. We ate squirrel all the fucking time. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm from Arkansas, and Tom is going, what the shit, people eat squirrel? My Dude, God, we squirrel was awesome. It was disgusting. Yeah, oh, my fine. God. Yeah, it was fine. Actually, it was fine. Here's the, here's the sidebar in that. At one point, at one point God no- damn you, Norman, Norman had this bag of squirrel jerky in his hand. And some guy dressed as Jesus walked up to him, <laughs> n- dropped to his knees in front of him, and he was Norman was um, putting pieces of meat into his mouth. What? Like it was like his weird communion. <laughs> and I was standing there going, "Well, clearly." Can I ask, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Yeah. Am I, am I the only one that has a boner right now? <laughs> <laughs> Because that's that was a serious. <laughs> You'll never know, Ed. That's uh, uh, funny. Nor- Norman Reedus, you know, he's, uh, no. he's a sexy guy. Is that pretty much it on the? Um, oh, there's some other stuff on this, stuff, but I there's so much to go talk about. There, it, well, yeah, this is a bigger. This is a much bigger topic than yeah. really. It's a huge topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. but we'll I I, I wouldn't know where to start if somebody said I'm interested in cannibal cinema. Where do I begin? <laughs> yeah. I, th- I, think I, I think I would. Oh yeah. Well, I wouldn't because I'm a sicko too. But I would say probably start with Blood Feast, and then we'll go to Man from Deep River and talk. Man, Man yeah. from but, Deep but, River is is definitely uh, it's definitely for for me it's the it's the starting block. I think so. Yeah. At least for the Italian cannibal boom. Right. When sure. we talk when we talk about modern. I mean, Ravenous is a great, great American film. Uh, but would Ravenous exist without the Italian cannibal boom? I don't think so. Probably not, no. Uh, for me, uh, Ravenous... It, the cannibalism in Ravenous, to me, is almost secondary. It's an, it's an amazing film, from the music well, to the Well, it's secondary in a lot of those films, other than the fact that they have the word cannibal in the title. Right, 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 right. Um, it's like things like Thirteenth Warrior. Cannibals are in there, but they're only there obliquely. Right, right. Well, 
you, but the, I mean, well, I guess for for Ravenous, it is the major conceit of the film is that um, you have this villain who who is basically telling our good guy is like, hey, you know what's up. <laughs> You've you've <laughs> tasted the forbidden fruit, and you know what's up, and you know that you are going to eat this guy, and our our you know our good guy is like no no I won't, and then of course when he's first you know of course he does of course he does uh, I'm trying to think of a couple of, there's a new film out called Raw that deals with a lot of this stuff yeah it's on Netflix I haven't seen it yet I'm dying yeah. to see it has anybody seen the uh, the uh, uh, the series. Um, what the hell is it with Drew Barrymore? Oh, oh Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have, I have not yet seen. That I've either. not seen it either. I saw a I heard trailer for season two, and it looked interesting. Like she's kind of her family all knows that she's eating people, and you know what? You, you know what? Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess it's funny that we started out this conversation talking about zombie films because zombies, you know, it, it, zombie films are all about you know. Uh, dead people eating you, um, but I think that's where the uh, like the effects technology for this got started was in zombie films. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, think you think about uh, something like Burial Ground. There we go. Uh, yeah, one, one of the great uh, shocker Italian zombie films. Uh, they they have the goofy, you know, rotting zombies that come out of the ground, but they also have the living people who are. Infected, yeah, yeah, and and they don't look like corpses; they're just people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they and, and then you have you have poor Peter Bark, <laughs> who, who <laughs> I have who, who I have on a T-shirt, a shot glass, and uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm such a fan. And it's you like, know, it smells a lot of death, mommy. This is my refrigerator magnet. Well, the funny thing about yeah, that film absolutely. is, is that all of the characters in it, all the side characters, are all despicable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so you're well, like, isn't, mm. isn't that a wonderful kind of horror film? And like, I kind of wanted to get into that with this topic too, because you know, I've been thinking a lot this week about the inherent colonialism and racism of the Italian zombie or the sorry the Italian cannibal film right uh-huh. uh, because it is a problem when you're watching these movies and you have to grapple with the fact that they're saying oh these people of color in this undeveloped country right. are savages yeah what savages and, they? yeah so for and and then you get to cannibal ferox which is, I, I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, the first cannibal film Umberto Lenzi made after Man of Deep River. I might be wrong. Uh, keep talking, I'll look. But it's, it's, it's some years, you know, almost a decade after Man from Deep River. And it changes. And it does change because, uh, again, it takes, you know, the first one, Man of Deep River takes place in Thailand. This one takes place in Paraguay. But the narrative is substantially different in terms of you have uh, these white people who are a mix of academics and coke dealers <laughs> um, who have gone into this jungle with mixed purposes of proving that cannibalism has never existed, which obviously it has, and of scoring coke and emeralds. Mm, yeah. And, and and different from previous cannibal films, the natives are not super violent, horrible 
savages. They're actually very welcoming, gentle people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, the white people are just so horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they... Time and time and time again with they, they have to commit a few murders. Right. Yeah. Well, look at look Bef- at before the tribe goes. Okay. That's <laughs> well, look at *Camera <laughs> Holocaust*, where there's a scene where the guy's kind of grinning at the girl in pale, yeah. and he goes, "We're filming," yeah. and he gets his straight look in his face. Yeah. You know, a cu- couple of things. Number one, uh, *Man from Deep River* '72, *Cannibal Ferox* '1981. Um, yeah. One of the a- things. Almost a decade there. <laughs> One of the things I wanted a lot to, of films in between. Exactly. One of the things I do want to mention right after that was uh, an American film. This one is kind of out of the box. 1973, Cannibal Girls. Ivan Reitman directed. Yes, yes, he did. Eugene Levy. Canada. Andrea Martin. This film is notable because when I saw it, I saw this with a double feature with a British film called Deathline or Raw Meat. About oh, cannibals. that's a great. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 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 but Cannibal Girls had a, a thing where before a graphic scene happened, a buzzer went off, <laughs> and at the end, when it, when, it, when it was given the all clear, a little bell rang. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a William Castle thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, but I it's wanted, super fun. Go I ahead. wanted to uh, in our in our last segment here. I wanted to bring up a couple films. Um, that are not part of the Italian sure. uh, Mondo, you know, cannibal film. Um, and again, a lot of these movies, um, the cannibalism is is an aside. Right, gotcha. You know, it's like it's. Um, but I wanted to bring up a, a boy and his dog. Okay. Oh uh, my God. Uh, where you know what we, a terrific picture. W- one, what a terrific picture. What a fantastic. Um, Piece of writing by Harlan Ellison. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, what is I know, right? Uh, yeah, and you know, for people who I I don't, you know, I I have, haven't to, seen I have this to admit, movie, I, 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 I have no idea who listens to the show anymore. <laughs> no, but so, this is this is one of those films that anyway you yeah, should see. You have, but I agree. The, the cannibalism is real tangential. It's yeah, it's real tangential, but it's also the twist, and that's right. what that's what makes it fun. Sure, you learn who um, your real friends are at exactly, the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sin City. Yes, that's um, on my list. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, all I Elijah Wood, man. Yeah. Well, I kept flashing back to I know eating people's weird, you know, uh, <laughs> Marv's. Uh, sure. Uh, uh, Elijah Wood is a wonderful actor who is at his best a, a, a psycho. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Did you see his Did version of Maniac? Maniac? Yeah. Yes, that's where I'm going. With it was that. great. Yeah, it was great. I, I expected terrific. terrible things from that. Well, you know, it's getting. So back. did I, but it's amazing. Do you know, you know, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, going back to, you know, nature uh, making you cute so you don't eat you. That's one of the most effective things in a film is when you have something, <laughs> something that's, that looks innocent and mm-hmm. cute, a.k.a. Elijah Wood, uh, yeah. being a fucking nut, you know. You know, we, we Who talk- doesn't want to hug Elijah Wood? Right? right? Um, He's goddamn adorable. We just recently we talked about a film Daniel Radcliffe's in called Jungle. Yeah, where a bunch of college bros. I ha- yes, I haven't seen that. Yet. Oh I my god, it. it looks it looks, it looks, great. Really it looks good. very much in this. Thi- all, all he needs to do like is run into some cannibals. Yeah, right? exactly. 
I do believe that's on the Amazon Prime, folks. So nice. we'll all check it out together. Yeah, real quickly, I'm going to toss out a couple of things that are more elephants in the room. Of course, Texas Chainsaw Massacre falls into this. Mm-hmm. Of course, Hills Have Eyes fall into this. Chud, I feel it's like in, Texas. It's in the goddamn oh, yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cannibalistic humanoids. Underground, underground dwellers. Underground dwellers. Yeah. Underground dwellers. And those were barely people, so is it really uh, cannibal? No, I always thought of them as monsters. And yeah. then there was the hot cannibal in uh, Tuesday, that girl. With the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, dude, yeah. Tom yeah. always yeah. liked her. Tuesday is fucking badass, It's ridiculous. Man. I love that movie. <laughs> I, I hate that movie. Oh, I love that movie. I hate it's that so movie. cool. Um, <laughs> I wanted to bring up uh, my favorite cannibals on film are a cannibal family who never eat anyone in the movie. And that is in the movie Six String Samurai. Oh, there you go. That's a no, great movie. Oh, yeah. I love that family. It, you yeah. know, and it's, I mean, it's obvious what they're By doing. By the way, sidebar on this, this just occurred to me. It was, it was a couple of things that were self-referential. The Brackens, yes. uh, who have been on this show. Yeah, yeah. They did a cannibal film with another guest, Laurel I. Shannon, as yeah. the hillbilly grandma. Yes. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, real quickly, I'm going to say a couple other things. Elephants in the Room, Delicatessen, of course, Silence of the Lambs, of course, Sweeney Todd. Okay, now, okay. I, this is something I, I'm always afraid of. Is like, like uh, casual listeners of the show, you go, of course, you, you know, uh, Delicatessen. What is Delicatessen? Explain, please. It's, it's a Juno, Juno film who did uh, Chil- City of Lost Children. He did Alien 4. Right. French it's filmmaker. French filmmaker. He did Amelie. Jean-Pierre Genet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what my, when I when I say that, I kind of assume that someone well-versed in film would know of it or at least know well, enough see, to look I used it up. To, I used to think that that was our listener, but I keep running into people who are like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, it's, it's a different film because what we have is uh, is people in the civilized "quote unquote" world, but it's a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the, a, there isn't enough to eat. It's a, it's an odd film because I often you know post-apocalyptic it, it, we immediately go to it's the desert, it's every you know it's yeah. the wastelands. It's we're wearing, but this, but this is the setting. Yes, exactly. And, you know, we're not wearing football gear uh, <laughs> and running around. Everyone and, because does. and because it's Genet, it's all charming and sweet. Yeah, of course, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a lovely love but story. But it's also, there. you know, know murder. That, yeah. that guy, his film, Micmacs. My God, I love Micmacs. It has nothing to do with the topic, but no, it's so good. No, no, but it's so good. Uh, we talked about Cannibal That. Uh, I do want to address... A series of films. One's called Grim Love um, with Kerry Russell. It was part of the After Dark Horror Fest. And another one is a German film called Cannibal. It's all about the same incident of a man contacting another, sure. another man on the internet. Who yes. wants, One guy what, wants to what eat... A, what a moral quandary that one is. Yeah. A, a, a true story. A true story. Yeah. Anyway, one guy wants to be eaten and another guy wants to eat somebody. And it's... It seems like that's what the internet was for—is hooking those two people. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was for, for porn and cat videos. Yeah, Where right. I know. <laughs> um, of the two, uh, Grim Love is sort of a pastiche film. It's a, it's a, it's a film that they added Americanized parts to. Right. Where Cannibal is straight up a German film, and it's the better of the two. Yeah, yeah. And it's 
it's it's a tough road to hoe. That uh, one. Mm. Oh, worth checking out. My favorite recent cannibal film is He Never Died. There you go. Uh, I, was, I I still I have not seen that. To Ed, you got to with Henry Rollins. Yeah, yeah, man, you got to see it. It's so good. They're doing a sequel, right? Yeah, I yeah, that's that blew awesome. me away. I was like, awesome. what? Anything I'm not a, I'm Henry. not a Rollins fan, so they said you know starring Henry Rollins, and I said, ass. Well, here's the thing. But, here's the thing is that it's whoever who I and I don't know who made this movie, uh, but whoever wrote it. I, I can clearly said I, I need to write a movie for Henry Rollins because he he, he there's there's no heavy lifting for him. Yeah, he's know? just being Henry. It's yeah, he's just being himself. And aside from the fact that he's fucking eating people, so you should. Di- and what what I like to do is I always like to to cite my filmmaker friends. It's like, look, I know you have no money and you want to make this movie. Uh, here's an example of how to do that. How to do that? Because it's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's swinging within um, your what you have. A couple other things I want to mention. Um, first of all, fuck Eli Roth. But Eli God. Roth, Eli Roth Who, made for real Green? the Death Wish remake. Please oh, die, God. Eli Roth. <laughs> the, uh, uh, oh, but he did you Green, missed the point, mate. Green Inferno, um, which essentially he says is a remake of Cannibal Holocaust. Um, to be may, fair, may I say a thing about that? Sure. Uh, the end of the Italian ca- uh, cannibal boom was a movie called Green Inferno right. in the late 80s. Right. Uh, which was released in the West as Cannibal Holocaust 2. Directed by Ant- Antonio Clamati. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where he gets that title. I never saw the film because Eli Roth can go fuck himself. But I go agree. ahead. I agree. Um, the I'll tell you what he he took everything that works in this genre right and ran with it. It's it's graphic as fuck and um, uh, although it feels insincere because it's 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 just him aping. Well, it, well, everything about so me, so really download it, folks. That's yeah, <laughs> don't don't. Don't don't give Eli Roth any yeah, money. money. Well, the thing about if you're interested, you know, there's places you can get it on the internet. The yeah. thing about Eli Roth that that bugs me is that it's just that it's like it's all insincere. It's all like, hey, yeah, I, here's the cool thing that I saw in this thing, mm-hmm. and uh, well, he, and I'm going to do it. It's the Tarantino thing about liberal yeah. borrowing liberally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. Um, I just realized like, I got to. A lot of these, like, while structurally they're kind of the same, um, there's still a lot of them that are, are when, when you put the bumpers on, yeah, <laughs> they're well made. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they're, yeah. they're compelling to, to... And I'm not interested in seeing big budget, you know, American filmmakers that were weaned on this shit telling me how much they like it. I, I like it, too. Yeah, yeah, and I I, fe- I feel like I would love to watch movies with Quentin Tarantino because he's got great taste. Yes, right. But I've never in my life enjoyed his movies because yeah. I'm watching them going. I get where you're thieving from. Right. You're not. I don't feel like you're doing a very good job. Yeah, let me just go I'm watch sure those. A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
You know, he did the the best Tarantino film I ever saw was the uh, the Hateful Eight. Mm -hmm. I sat there the whole time going, "Has nobody seen the thing?" Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a it was a studio film. I want to I, I want to ask this you. This is guys, a remake of that. Yeah. What do you yeah. think? What do you think is everybody's introduction to cannibalism? In cinema. No, just in general. In, in general. In general. Yeah, like what is the first thing that you that you learned as a kid? Where it's like I, f I I feel like people our age grew up with, and, and here's the thing. I mean, uh, until recently, uh, cannibalism in media has been, uh, as I said earlier, racist. Right. Concept. Right, right, right. Uh, we, we, recently, we've started to, I mean, in the last 20 years, we've started to tell stories about Westerners doing this. But, right. Uh, but for the last 100 plus years, it's been about, ooh, the brown people in, in other countries. Right. And, right. I mean, I, how many comic strips have we seen growing up about, you know, Brown people putting somebody in a pot. Yeah, right. brown people with bones in it's, their it's nose. Part, yeah, yeah. It's yeah cutting yeah, yeah. carrots part, and putting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can't. I mean, how many comic strips, cartoons? I mean, we've seen so much of that stuff growing up. I, I think that's just part of the culture, right? I think for me, the first time that I, I can think of was Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Hmm. Good. Uh, that's a good pull because you not, know yeah, they, they yeah. ate that witch. Yeah. They cooked her. Well, they not didn't only just burn her; they cooked her, and that's yeah. a, there's the difference. Well, so so Who doesn't like so Texas back, barbecue. Well, so backing up a little bit, like that's the that's the real Grimm's uh, fairy tale mm -hmm. uh, of what happens. For me, as a little kid, we never got to that part. Oh. It was always. It was always, really. Oh yeah, it was always the witch was going to eat him. The witch was going to eat him. And then uh, they shoved her in the oven, and they ran away. You know. Huh. And, and, yeah. And, there you go. But the but. But you're not you're not giving you're not giving the due the Germans. Right. Exactly. And, and the and the kinds of wonderful stories that those fucking people. But do. just just that that idea of like there's this old crone sure. who's luring me in and offering me sweets and candy and whatever sure. else. Um, and, she, and her whole motivation... And if you, if you guys aren't thinking about Debbie Harry and Tales of the Dark Side of the Movie... Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm very... Yeah. So... If you're not thinking about that. A um, couple things. I, I'm mopping up, I want to know... Um, have we hit... Do we have any glaring omissions on your part lately? Um... I, not, I'm not Langley. I can't answer that question. I know, right? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, not really. I mean, we, we had the kind of... You know, there was parents... Yeah, uh, parents was on my list, uh, 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 and um, I, I I would also bring up Bone Tomahawk. Yes. Um, yes. Because uh, and 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 is it the same as these other racist films? No, not really. really. No. A little bit, maybe. In that they're savages. Yeah, um, uh, but it's you know. Okay. It's also yeah. It's also I can see it based in reality. So Ed, are there any glaring omissions here that we've missed? Uh, a couple. Go ahead. Uh, 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 a French film from 2001, Trouble Every Day. There we go. That yeah. My other list. Yeah. Claire Denis. Holy shit! I yes. forgot about that. Yeah, that's with, a great with one. With Vincent Gallo. 
Yeah, that's uh, a great another one. another wonderful uh, 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 female directed uh, uh, picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and deeper, I mean, obviously, when we're talking about, if you're a fan of exploitation films, I'm very, I would be very surprised if you're not a fan of art films as well. Mm, yeah, I, 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 generally, when I talk to exploitation film fans, they have a pretty wide net, um, and that's that's definitely one to go in there. And I know this is a cinema thing, but can I talk about books for a minute? Sure. Um. I'm going to plug myself first. Yes, I was going to ask you about that. Of course you should. I haven't written a cannibal, a straight-on cannibal novel yet. You are but now, God, though, I, aren't you? <laughs> but I will. I will. Uh, but my novel, Bleed, has there we go. Wonderful, has wonderful elements of that. Please do read that from Journal Stone Bleed from Ed Kurtz, the greatest living novelist. Um, I've also written a wonderful <laughs> short story called Hungry which you can get from Blight Digest and will be in a forthcoming short story collection. Uh, only cannibal novels recently that come to mind. There are two. One is We Eat Our Own, which I disliked a lot and struggled to finish. Hmm. One one of the reasons I disliked it so much is the entire time I was reading it, I was thinking, you know, there's this wonderful author named Adam Cesare. I don't know if you guys know him. Mm. Who wrote a book called Tribesmen that does everything that that book failed to do. Mm. If you are in the least bit interested in this genre... This is a guy who is, who is, I mean, he's our blood, man. This is a guy who, who understands this genre. He understands Italian cinema, the whole, the whole bit. Mm. Tri- Tribesmen by Adam Cesare. I you you uh, got to read that. I throw uh, Ketchum's Open Season in there. <laughs> Absolutely. And God, talk about R.I.P. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, let's see. I'm going to buzz through some stuff. Um, Umberto Lindsay's some titles. Umberto Lindsay's Eaten Alive. Yes. Uh, Bruno Mattei's Mondo Cannibal. Um, oh, that was a later one, yeah. Uh, uh, instead of watching Eli Roth's um, Green, Green Inferno. Inferno, watched uh, 2007's Welcome to the Jungle. It's a, it's a very yes. much one of these. Yeah. Um, 1980, Joe D'Amato's Anthropophagus with George, um, yes. uh, uh, Tisa Farrow. Uh, Rogero, and George Eastman. Rogero, yes. Rogero Diodato, Cut and Run. We talked about that with Barbara Magnolia. Yes. yes. Um, wrong Turn up and Wrong Turn One and Wrong Turn um, Two. Two. With, uh, Joe, that Joe Lynch did. Yeah. Uh, There's like six of them. Now. Yeah. And then finally, um, Motel Hell. 1980. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Farmer Vincent's Fritters. Yeah, it takes a lot of critters <laughs> to make Farmer Vincent's Fritters. So, Wonderful um, film. Uh, in the end, I think I recommend this subgenre to people, but I do it with those caveats. Like, right. look, this is going to be tough and it's uncomfortable. To yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. As it should be. Yeah, I mean, it it, like if it's if it's like watching an episode of The Big Bang Theory, you probably have some issues. <laughs> Don't do that though. Yeah. That, that's what? too. 
Hey, I, wa- I watch a lot of nasty shit, but that's too much for me. I, the only way I am interested in any of this is if you flip it and make Big Bang Theory go to the wilds of the jungle and encounter. Can you imagine them encountering cannibals? I'm in. Um, Ed, what do you? What do you? Let's do plugs. What are you working on now? I know you've got a bunch of books available. Um, tell me what, I do. how people can find you, website, all that stuff. And just Google Ed Kurtz. I'm not the emergency management uh, director for Flint, Michigan, who is also called Ed Kurtz. <laughs> I is probably not a very nice person. I don't know if things aren't going well there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I have a lot of books out the uh, the rip from which I remake the world was great. done well. Believe. That's a great book. Uh, I've had. Thank you. Else, I've had nausea am? and ain't. Sorry. I was going to say. Uh, I also want to plug Dead Trash. Yes, that's actually out of print in English right now. You can still get it in Italian. Okay. Huh. It'll come back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, my newest book. <laughs> My newest book, is, it comes out in about a month on April 13th. It's called uh, At the Mercy of Beasts. Nice. It is, a, it is a collection of three novellas that are all historic monster stories. I, uh, I saw the cover. It's yeah. beautiful. Thank you. That's a great writer. Uh, You're a great writer, dude. I really love you. I I, everything I I've agree. Ever hey, while we, while we <laughs> got you here, you did, you did some, uh, yes. some voice work uh, recently. I've started to do some voice work. I'm I'm, I'm happy to do it. Uh, I did a uh, I narrated a trailer for a a, a film that's on the the, uh, the film festival circuit right now by Jen Wexler called The Ranger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, produced by Larry Fessenden and Heather Buckley. Heather Buckley, former yeah, ex- absolutely bonus material podcast and, and, Larry, and Larry Fessenden's in the film as well. Sweet. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's doing the festival circuit now. It'll it'll be available soon. And I was excited to see like lo- Entertainment Weekly was covering it. Yeah, and, no, it's yeah. very uh, cool. Bloody disgusting. Just gave it a great review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get Heather to to carve out an hour to sit and talk about it. Good all that luck. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, she's really busy. Well, but, I, I I know Heather from this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Heather's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, dude. Well, thanks, thanks, man, for coming on. And you're one of the people that I kn- I knew would be like, if we're ever going to talk about this, <laughs> this is the guy that is going to be online with that. Um, we're, that's my shit. Anytime. Right on. So uh, as always, we're gonna we'll have you back. Uh, you, I you're, hope so. You're, you're, you're yeah, you're on the list now, yep. the short list. Um, we're gonna we're gonna bounce, and we'll be back in a second.
right. So, yeah. again, Ed was one of those guys that I thought, this is the guy, if anyone's going to know about this little tiny corner of genre, it's going to yeah. be Ed. It's, yeah. Um, and uh, he did not disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love that guy. Um, moving on to news. Uh, Scientology TV is coming to DirecTV, Apple, Roku, and Amazon. So you can you don't need to have answer your door anymore when they come to right, you exactly. to give you to audit you. You can just go right on your TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How soon before there's an a Scientology app where you can like it's like instead of holding the cans, you hold your phone. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's live tape going at, around. You know John Caparulo. Uh, comic wears a baseball name. cap all the time. Okay. Anyway, he was doing. There was some footage going around. Um, he was doing comedy at a, at a show. Uh, made a joke about the Washington Monument looking like a dick. Right. And he said something about they're saving. I guess they're saving the dick statue for for Trump. And somebody in the audience didn't like it, and they got up and they left. And when they left, they threw a bottle at him, hit him in the chest. <laughs> so. Man, comedy, it's a full-contact sport now. Right. Um, we talked about the Ranger trailer. That dropped. Yeah. Very excited, and the whole Heather Buckley. And I was I had no idea that Ed did the narration on that. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, but these are a lot of little tiny things that we're going to whip through. Crew member was electrocuted on the set of the Mio, Motley Crew biopic, The, um, the Dirt. Yeah. Because, <laughs> of course, they were. Yeah, well... <laughs> That's got to be crazy. I'm telling you, in, in recent history, it does not pay to be working on a uh, rock and roll <laughs> biopic. Right? The poor girl that got killed by the train the on train. the Greg Allman movie. We're going to extend it to Brandon Lee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro just won an Oscar. We talked about that last week. Yeah. A couple of days after he won the Oscar... Divorced his wife. <laughs> yeah, as I understand, uh, they'd separated for they'd a separated while. They'd separated, yeah, yeah, earlier. Yeah. So I'm not saying winning an Oscar and you suddenly start casting. <laughs> but there is there is an element of like you know a new life. Yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> welcome a list. <laughs> um, uh, since Bride of the Frankenstein Bride of Frankenstein is taking so long, Bill Condon is doing a movie called The Good Liar. With uh, Ian McKellen and Helen Mirren. I'm in. Yeah, I, I have Bill no Condon, idea what it's about, but all three of those any, people. All of those people together, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, a couple of days ago, there was the walkout in schools for the Parkland shooting. Right. Um, MTV and Nickelodeon went silent and black. For 17, 17 minutes. 17 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, stuff like this happens, and I'm like... I'm not as uh I'm a little less worried about the future. Yeah. You know. Oh I'm I was I mean there's still some shit we can go through, but I think I'm so like into a lot of like they always say and a child will lead them and, and right, that's kind exactly. of what's happening. Yeah. You Because know? yeah. everyone else you know, they, they have too as you get older I think you, you have too much to lose. Your house, your livelihood, your right. career. And right. these kids are like yeah, yeah, exactly. Bring it. It's pure. Yeah. Organic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Netflix landed a Key and Peel stop motion project with Henry Selleck. Oh, my God. No, no, I you saw that. You have no idea. <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> yes! As you read that, it's just, it's like, just the dawning of language. <laughs> you know, well, dude, it's like, as soon as I read that, like, 
I had a coughing fit because I had to disguise the fact that I was actually having an orgasm. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I, okay, so AMC, <laughs> in preparation for the Infinity War launch, right, is doing a 31-hour marathon oh of Marvel God. films from I, Iron Man all, all the way, the way through. through. I just thought. <laughs> I was thinking, like, okay, so let's say you're a journalist for, I don't know, Entertainment Weekly, or, and you have to go. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, do you think about, like, uh, showers, uh, going to the bathroom? Three hours, that's like a Food! day and a half. Yeah. yeah. And what, are they going to eat nothing but the that shitty... That shit, the nacho, <laughs> that... that well, <laughs> Two days later, all these guys die of being blocked. <laughs> it's horrible. I just can't imagine. I mean, I mean, I get it, but that's kind of something that's for fans to do at home, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. I also read that they're bringing the season finale and the season premiere of Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, respectively. They're doing a Fathom Events thing where you can go and see it in the theater. It's like, why? Why? <laughs> Either one of those. Why? I will say, I just saw a trailer for the new Fear of the Walking Dead, and it actually looks like like, it could be okay. Okay. Um, it was very much, you know, it was a, Morgan was very heavily... Um, yeah. So, anyway... Uh, we talked a little uh, last week, I think, about a movie, Noah Hawley's movie, Pale Blue Dot, with Natalie Portman. Yes. Um, John Hamm just joined. The oh cast, wow! Probably is the the love interest. Uh, sure. It's about that astronaut that went across the country to try to kill somebody and. Right, right, right. Here's something weird. Hmm. Um, that has nothing to do with any of the stuff that we talk about. Sure. Uh, but talking about astronauts made me think of it. Um. And and of course names escape me now that I'm bringing it up, um, but uh, astronaut who in recent history spent like I don't know yeah oh yeah the spent, twins yeah the and, and, and identical twins and now that homeboy well, has spent so much time in space he spent a year on the uh, international space station right and when they came back his DNA is now different yeah he, no longer the same as his and they had thought that. For years, that DNA was immutable. Right. Like it, it, it can't change. Well, and we now know that's not true. Space which brings into light, if changes. you think about it... Well, not, you don't really think... I was thinking, like, it could... Like, DNA technology for, for finding killers and stuff. Yeah. So as long as the killer hasn't gone to space... <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we ever become a space, you know... Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. It's somebody like, kills somebody, goes up to space for a year. Yeah. <laughs> long, it's the long game. It's like burning <laughs> off your uh, fingerprints. <laughs> um, Alex Garland, who directed Ex Machina and Annihilation, is writing and directing a tech thriller for FX called Devs. Okay. Uh, Margot, these are really cool. A lot of these are fast. Margot Robbie is in talks to play Sharon Tate in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. So that would be Margot Robbie, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt. You know, ever since ever since it came out kind of what this movie's going to be, mm -hmm. as opposed to what it could have been, mm -hmm. I'm more and more interested in it. I think it, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, the, the, the fact that it's going to be a slice of life in Hollywood... Oh, and by the way, this is happening mm -hmm. because I think, I think that the Manson murders, uh, 
more than anything else, kind of shed light on the culture, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and and what was going on. The hip, the hippie yeah. culture, yeah, right. and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it, in many ways, um, confirmed everything that old people thought, the adults thought right, about exactly. kids. It's yeah. like, look, see, yeah. they're all hopped up on see? the dope, yep, and they're out killing people and yep, right in hell, skelter on the wall, yep. They uh, weren't eating people, though. They were <laughs> that, that was the flaw in your plan there, Charles. Um, Rob Zombie started filming the Devil's Reject sequel, Three from Hell. Uh, I'm interested because... I hear it's a prequel. I, I've, I've never... Aside from the Devil's Rejects, I've never really liked Rob Zombie's films. Mm -hmm. um, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses is, has cool... Has that one shot. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, only yeah. reason to see yeah. that movie. Um, but Devil's Rejects, I enjoyed. Yeah. And in and even more, I enjoyed the uh, the documentary, the making of what is it, Thirty Days in Hell? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, really like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, they had a good gig. I I did Fango's coverage for Devil's Rejects. Yeah. And went out to the set a bunch of and uh, every day was fucking barbecue and yeah, the food was good. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's the best, you know, I mean, like, for people who are interested in becoming filmmakers, you know, f following your dreams and contributing to this giant, you know, sure. uh, pool of uh, inspiration and stuff. You know, no, food. That's a, I met a PR person on a, a Alien versus Predator Requiem who said no one ever went hungry on a movie set. It's yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Unless you're a micro budget filmmaker, what, then in which case your craft services are crackers, box of crackers, crackers and mustard. That's what we had. I remember because the first few movie sets I went on, I thought this isn't bad. Craft service. There's all this. Look at all this food sitting around. And Dude. Then, then I went to a low budget thing. And went, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, it's fruit roll-ups. AB, hey, ABPR cool. had the best, one of the best breakfast burritos I've ever had, and it came <laughs> off of a truck. And I remember the guy. Oh my god, the guy's talking, and I'm all, uh huh, <laughs> eating my food. When I was in Vegas just yeah. like a couple days ago, I there was this food truck downtown. Yeah, <laughs> I had lobster grilled cheese sandwiches nice. oh my god nice. so well there's good. this thing this is we're, we're off on the weeds now um, <laughs> there's this thing in cat my wife was telling me about it in seattle where they have this giant wedge of cheese and they just hold it to the <laughs> and it melts and then like they have your sandwich you hold your sandwich out and they just, just blade it the off thing yeah. off. <laughs> oh my god um let's see the Conjuring's the guys the guys who wrote The Conjuring Chad and Carrie Hayes are uh, writing Die Hard Six, aka Die Hard Year One. Oh my God! Yeah, if they're doing a Year One, I don't know that. Other than wraparounds, I can't imagine Bruce I don't know Willis what that means. having anything to do with it. Yeah, right. Because he's you're you're not going to sell him as a 35 year old New York cop. No. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't know. Um, I just think. We don't need it. I'm going to skip that for the last. Uh, Rene Perez has a film out called Death Kiss with a this guy, Robert Bronzy Kovacs. He looks so much like Charles Bronson. <laughs> to the point that it's clearly a lot of plastic surgery on this guy. Yeah, yeah. But he's squinting, he's got the mustache, <laughs> and he's walking around. And this thing looks... It looks... Dare I say almost Bollywood, but it's not. 
Okay. Um, I, I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. The picture of him is like, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's like when you see those women who have had plastic surgery to look like Barbie. It's kind of right. like, like the guy just held up a picture of Charles Bronson like this. I used to I used to work with a guy that that looked like Bronson. Yeah, yeah. He had like his, in particular, his hair. Like he had these bangs that came down and it went to the side. It was the it was the Justin Bieber thing before Justin Bieber. Sure, that's that yeah. Was Charles Bronson's that's haircut funny. for as an older guy. There used to be a comic that did a whole bit about um, Charles Bronson ordering it at. Taco Bell. That was fucking hilarious. Um, Martin Freeman said that doing Sherlock isn't fun anymore due to all the fan pressure. Oh. So that there's a lesson in there for as a fan. Back up a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just yeah. let them do their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I know people that, like, they get, they catch things on the wind on the internet and they start just railing about stuff with zero real information. Right. Uh... This is interesting. James Wan um, and Stranger Things producers are teaming for a, quote, coming-of-age slasher film. James Wan now is just about ready to release Aquaman. Right. Um, he's responsible for a lot of things that we won't talk about. Right. Um, but he's also responsible for a couple of good things. I think yeah, Death, yeah. Death Warrant's a fine... Sure. There's your Death Wish remake. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Grudge is coming back. Why? I don't know. I didn't ask for it. I don't think you did either. No. I don't understand. And, and it, it's it's very Americanized um, from the casting. Well, and it's just, I mean, like, good God. Yeah. What's next? The Ring, the Grudge. They tried to the, bring back The Ring, and that uh, failed. Yeah, well, because it's stupid. Yeah. Like, why do this? Those kind of things, It's in many ways, it, were, it would be difficult to do a cannibal film referencing our our topic yeah. these days because that kind of t that time is kind of past. Yes. Um you could do a cannibal film like that but you'd have to rethink the the narrative and the Well, formula. I just I I just think that, you know, like how many jungle movies of people eating people do we need? We've we've got a jillion. We've got a jillion. They're they're not household names, but also to be fair, and I kind of mentioned this when we were talking with Ed, um Narratively, they're very, very similar. You know, well, yeah, plane crashes, we get lost, something right. happens, and we run into this tribe, yeah. and yada yada. They're yada. like shark movies. Yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very formulaic. How much, you know, how how different can you make it? Mm -hmm. You know, and, exactly. and and then you start winding up with ridiculous things like Sharknado, Sharknado, <laughs> sharks in space, you know, cannibals, cannibals in a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> they strip the flesh like piranha. Cannibal NATO. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nickelodeon. I don't know who asked for this. Nickelodeon is bringing back Clarissa Explains It All with Melissa Joan Hart now as the mom. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I guess, you know, they, they're, they're taking notes from people our age mm -hmm. who are Look at the Roseanne all, all nostalgic about, yeah. you know, the 80s or yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. it might be. So... I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess it makes sense in a marketing sort of way. Yeah. I, 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 I'm really it's hoping no, somebody does some new shit. It's no surprise that Melissa Joan Hart is one of the producers on this. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, this is my favorite story ever. <laughs> Not ever, but today. Um, a guy named Ben Jagger has a film coming out called Corbin Nash, starring Malcolm McDowell, Rucker Hauer, Bruce Davison... And Corey Feldman 
as a, quote, vicious cross-dressing vampire. The still I saw, Corey Feldman looks like Frankenfurter. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And they're selling this as a straight-up film. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a genre film. <laughs> Awful. Corey Feldman recently played here in town with his band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also heard he, he was there playing up and down that corridor, the, yeah. uh, the I-5 corridor. Yeah. Uh, moving on to trailers. Um, first up, Adrift. Shailene Woodley is on a boat. Right, she of uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Maze Runner, not Maze yeah, Runner, um, Divergent. One. Yeah, Divergent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Fault in Our Stars. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, true story, uh -huh. or based on a true story. Um, Her and some guy, there, there's some accident happens. He gets injured. Well, they, they, they wind up doing this kind of we're sailing around the world type thing, and on our little sailboat. And we get hit by this fucking huge. It was a hurricane. That's Raymond. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and the guy who is the 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 seafaring mm -hmm. person of the two who who knows how to fucking do shit mm -hmm. is injured to the point of broken leg, broken ribs. Yeah. Like he's the, fucked up. Yeah, he's fucked up. And so she, being the novice, has to um. Get them home, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I, you know, I mean, if you're into that kind of stuff, that yeah. looks, it looks yeah. perfectly What's fine. What's the Robert Redford film that they did last year about kind of the same thing where he's adrift on a boat? Uh, I don't remember the name of it. Uh, anyway, it, it's out it, there. Yeah, yeah. But there's a bunch of that stuff, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, it looks fine. It I, looks fine. The first thing I thought of was Deliverance when Burt Reynolds gets fucked up and now you know John Voight and, and, and the other nerds have to like save them save, yeah, get yeah. them out it of seemed there. that way it seemed yeah. like you know there's lots of her with parched lips makeup and right that yeah. Kind of yeah. up next a movie called Altered Hours sci-fi looked like a murder mystery um, <laughs> I think that I think that um, sci-fi fans uh, definitely time travel fans We'll get into this movie. I I don't like time travel movies, mm -hmm. so it's not for me. Um, but it looks cool. I mean, it looks it looks interesting at the very least. Where where somebody's taking a drug that enables you to experience time the way Einstein saw it, and that it's a uh, it's 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 a, a almost like a winding river and these mm -hmm. loops, and you can you can cross-connect between these loops. Right. And, uh... Folding space. Yeah, as exactly, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Again, okay. again, if it's your if it's your bag, I think it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, Fantastic Beasts 2, Harry Potter thing. This looks better than, to me, this looks better than the first one. It looks more in tone, keeping with the tone of the other ones. Right. Uh, um, the first one, you know, the big draw was All the Critters. Yes, um, and this one looks like they're giving the character Salander or whatever Salander, whatever his name is. I don't, I, I don't is. really know. They're they're actually giving him shit to do rather than chase around <coughs> animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks like it has more intrigue. Yeah, so uh, we get a young Dumbledore who is, yeah, putting sending him on this mission mm -hmm. to take down this bad guy whose name I can't remember. Grindelwald. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, uh, played by Johnny Depp. Yeah. It looks good. It looks as good as all the others. It all, at this point, you're either in the bag for these or you're not. Right, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, a comedy called Furlough. Tessa Thompson, Melissa Leo. Reminded me a lot of Midnight Run. It reminded me of um, The Last Detail. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. I, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa Leo was great. It looks great. It looks fun. Um, I like the idea that... Uh, so so, she's a she's it's a, a prison transfer. Yeah, she's a, she's doing a prison transfer. Well, she's uh, she's taking this prisoner to see her dying mom. Yeah, and along the way, um, there becomes the other story where it's like something about her daughter. Something about her daughter, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and she this I. I I got angry at this trailer mm. because they told me what happened. They kind of do, don't they, they? At the very end of the trailer, yeah, she was. Like, we'll just keep this between guys. us. Yeah, it's like, it's oh, like, don't do that. Yeah, now, the one thing I do, I agree with you. It gives away the store. It totally does. Yeah. Um, next up, hostile, post-apocalyptic thing. Sure. Uh, Not, would never go to the movie theaters for this, but no. if, it, if it came up on HBO, I, I might stick around. Um, I was intrigued by the. Whatever it was, mm-hmm. zombie, right? Whatever the critter is, uh, it, it looked cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know exactly, you know, because we only see glimpses of it. Um, but that, that again, is another trope that I'm just kind of tired of. Agreed. Like I'm tired of the this like waste. Like we we made all those movies. Yeah, and if you're just gonna. If you're gonna just sort of exercise within that genre, don't. If you're unless you're gonna do something new and different to it, right? Then just don't. Right. Just spare us all that time. It's like it, it stains the sands red. It's mm-hmm. like the reason why that, that the reason why I like that movie is because it did something different. It, it does, did yeah. something new. You know. Yeah. It, um, it did something familiar while being new. Exactly. So that's great. And then finally, um, Liv Tyler fights monsters in a movie called the called Wildling. This looks like her ploy for um, um, uh, like kind of the same way David Harbour and Stranger Things and they just did you know she's like a small town cop that encounters some monster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, what, have you watched anything? Um, no. <laughs> but I do have a recommendation. Yes. Uh, in, in getting ready for the show. And I don't know if I've, I... I need to write down my recommendations on I the know, show. I always I, forget. I, 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 I can't remember if I ever... Um, I mentioned uh, Six String Samurai. Yes. Six String Samurai is a movie that came out in the early 90s. Um, great film. It's a great movie. Super fun. It's weird. Yeah. Weird as fuck. Um, and uh, it chronicles the tale of... Uh, uh, Buddy, yeah, um, who looks like Buddy Holly, mm-hmm. um, going across the wastelands. Speaking of post-apocalyptic wasteland, very Mad Maxian yeah, wasteland, um, to <laughs> to become the king of rock and roll. Yeah, uh, he's going to Vegas, and right? his yeah, going to Vegas, and his uh, number one foe is death. We're we're never clearly sure who the hell death is if it's a guy or if it's right. death itself or but it's an excuse to do lots of cool things with samurai swords oh, yeah. um, 1957 Les Paul hollow body guitars yeah 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 um, 
pulls a <laughs> samurai sword out of the neck. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, <laughs> the red Elvises are in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they you, are. You got to see this movie. If you haven't seen it, you got to check great. it out. Yeah, it's called the Six String Samurai. I want to say, I what the kid's name who plays in it? Um, Jeffrey Falcon. Is mm-hmm. that right? Um, he was a uh, he was a big guy on the. Um, uh, uh, Kung Fu tournament circuit, um, winning award after award. Of, oh, cool! Uh, yeah. Uh, so that explains. He's a wushu guy. Okay. Yeah. That explains uh, a lot of that. Yeah. So uh, that's that's the movie I want to recommend. This I know. Uh, my wife and I watched Ricky Gervais has a new comedy special called Humanity on Netflix. Yeah. It is just not very good. Not. It was really bummed because yeah. I I try to give that guy a chance and I just I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. Hmm. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, books. I'll say that I'm still reading *Death of the uh, Citizen* by Don Hamilton, the first Matt Helm book. Sure. It's, it's great. It's very fun. Very I'm, very fun. I'm not currently reading anything, but I and and I don't know. I, I feel like I may have talked about this book in the past, and this is why I said I need to write this stuff down. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I want to recommend a book called *The Snake Site*, uh, *The Snake Bite Survivors Club*, um, by uh, Jeremy Seal, and uh, it's. I want to say five or six different stories of real life people mm-hmm. who were bitten by venomous snakes and what their experience was. Wow. It started with the author's fear of snakes. Sure. And um, the most compelling for me of those stories is the lady who was married to this crazed um, snake handling preacher yeah. who kind of went nuts and intentionally made rattlesnakes bite her repeatedly Jesus. and uh, but it but it also goes to the stories in Africa mm-hmm. so getting being bit by a, a mamba um, all these different things and and these folks who should have died mm-hmm. uh, but didn't and it gets into the whole psyche of like why we're scared of snakes and, right and that sounds kind of very much like uh, Mary Roach's book stiff and yeah spook and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it's it's a uh, really 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 good book there's a documentary if you can find it it's really hard to find but it's called kiss my snake hmm. and it's about um cobra boxers in oh wow thailand yeah 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 and the guy gets bit mm-hmm. and you see all what he has to go through to that go they through. try to save him yeah it's pretty amazing i just read some renowned snake boxer in in i want to say probably thailand was just bit by a cobra and yeah. died. Yeah. Yeah, well, you something. play stupid games. You, you, you <laughs> win stupid prizes. It's like there's another video floating around. Of, have you seen it? There's a couple of them, but it's a guy in a cobra pit cleaning it. Mm-hmm. And he's surrounded by easily 30, 40, 50 of these snakes. Yeah. They're all big. Yeah. And he's just moving them around. Right. Just grabbing by the tail and moving around. Yeah. And it's just like, God damn. Well, that's, I mean, and and that's that's how it happens, right? It's like you, you get... You get complacent. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, this guy clearly had good... I mean, his spatial awareness was <laughs> really good. But, um, I mean, a couple of them would rear up, and, he, and it wouldn't be like... Meh. He yeah. would just swat them out of the way and move, grab them by the tail. It's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, side note, um, I think we talked about this whenever Lorelai was, was a guest on the show, but mm-hmm. you know that's how her father passed away. He was bit by snake? He was bit by rattlesnake. I didn't yeah. know that. He was an amateur herpetologist. Okay. Um uh, and uh, would go out in the Arizona desert wow. and collect snakes. And wow! He got bit, and, and that's how he—that's how he died. Wow! But speaking of that, all of that, um, Lorelai's Possum Kingdom has a lot of snake handling right. stuff in yeah. it. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Uh, are you listening to anything good? 
Anyone uh, want to talk about? I, I listened to the same things. The same? <laughs> I just sent you a playlist I saw. I, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. amazing. Yeah, and it's exactly that you know, you know me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, my recommendation for listening this week is uh, um, Earth. Uh, there you go. That, the Bees Made Honey and the Lion's Skull. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Earth was a band that, um, headed by Dylan Carson mm-hmm. um, out of Seattle. Uh, Dylan Carson is the guy who bought the shotgun that killed uh, Kurt Cobain. Okay, there we go. And uh, was a friend of Kurt's and stuff, and, and really, really went spiral down after that happened. Oh, wow. And uh, But he, he came back with this band of drone metal yeah. that is amazing, yeah, and everything that they've done, I'm just like, I'm entranced. It's just like, it's like you know what? We're going to get rid of all the bullshit. And it's just like power chords <laughs> and holding notes as long as you like it, like I'm going to hold this note until you're uncomfortable right because he talks about hearing the song in the drone and if you're in the right headspace and you're listening with headphones and shit and you're sitting there so sure you can totally hear it it's like you have this extended note wow yeah. after a while you start to hear shit happening they're, they're variations yeah yeah it's like um a lot of the japanese noise stuff like yeah. Mersbau. yeah yeah it's incomprehensible at first listen but then when you listen i mean it's not that maybe it's your mind that creates it or yeah. something it's, yeah. it's very cool though um earth stuff is very very cinematic every time i hear earth songs i think of Man, this would be great for this scene. Mm-hmm. This would be great for this scene, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are named after uh, the the first band name that Black Sabbath had. They were called oh, Earth. That, there the you go. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, when you just got here, I was playing that Robin Guthrie record. Oh my god! And that sounds very much yeah, like Earth. I I can't wait to get home and yeah. listen. To Not that. all of that Robin Guthrie is like that. Some of it gets a little new agey, but I'm, it's good. Uh, that's I'm glad very that cool. you gave me the album title. Um. All right, I'm going to run through these quickly. Uh, soundtrack to Death Wish was released this week. The new... The, the Eli new Roth. Movie, yeah. Generic soundtrack music. Sure. As is James Newton Howard's Red Sparrow score. Mm-hmm. Very generic. Um, I'm skipping that one for a minute. Um, found a band, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, um, tearing oh. at the seams. Yeah, I just... I just heard some of this. Yeah, it yeah. sounds very much like kind of Van Morrison yeah. kind of sound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob Holroyd has an ambient record called The Cage. I found a new Jennifer Batten record. Who Jennifer Batten is... If you ever saw the Dirty Diana and Michael Jackson video? Yeah. That the, the girl with, with the, the white hair. hair? Yeah. Jennifer Batten. Toured with um, Jeff Beck. By the way, I see that video every night almost. Do you? Like, I bet it's a casino. Times, yeah. Um, Jennifer Batten, uh, Jeff Beck said, brought her on tour. That's, wow. That's where she's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can find her. There's a great video of her doing Flight of the Bumblebee on a guitar. Yeah. Um, has a new record called Whatever. And then my recommendations this week are three. Number one, band called Snarky Puppy. The record's called Silva. Very cool. Big band brass fusion. Nice. Um, I rediscovered a band from Italy called... I'm going to fuck this up. Banco del Mutuo Socorso. The record is called Segundo La Trace. It's uh, prog rock. Yeah. Um, lead singer was this big, heavy set Italian guy, bald, completely non-photogenic, big beard, but it had this giant 
tenor voice that was very cool. Oh, wow. And I cannot believe I'm going to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix has a new record out yes. called Both Sides of the Sky. Yeah. And I am not a Jimi Hendrix fan. I always have considered his playing to be a little sloppy. Yeah. But this record is really good. I have to say, the, the posthumous records that have come out mm-hmm. um, in, in, in the last few years... There's one other... I, I can't remember the name of the, the first one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't but know. anyway, it was great. They do a version of CSNY's Woodstock on oh this. Oh, my God. And, it's a, and it's, it's, you can't even... you. I defy you to listen to this and go, that's Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. So, there's that. And then, quickly, uh, I, I heard four comedy records. All these people have new records out. Joe Matarisi, Howie Bell, Jerry D., and Monique Marvez. Um, it's stand-up. So, you find their records... But generically, look these people up because it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, um, we got Crypticon coming up in a couple yeah. of months. Um, we just got. I we knew we just got it that really in a month. Yeah. yeah. We just got a survey about panels we want to do and interviews and that yeah. kind of stuff. So we don't know. We haven't gotten our assignments yet, but we're excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know there that. Uh, Knife panel is back, and I yeah. don't think I'm doing a Ask the Embalmer this this time. Okay. It just became... It, it, it's a real downer in my day. It's a downer, and uh, if you... If there's enough call for it, I'll do it next right, year. Right, exactly. But yeah, for the yeah. most part, I just want to give everyone a break. Uh, moving forward, lots of guests, lots of stuff coming up. April's exciting. we got a lot of stuff. People have May is exciting. May is very exciting. <laughs> we got two. We just booked two people that I'm not. We, we can't talk about. But, yeah. but they're very, very cool. Um, so again, we're trying to keep this all to 90 minutes. Yeah. We, if you notice, uh, this is the first show where we didn't run through obituaries. Yeah. And, I, uh, I I don't. I feel that it just it's a it's it's we're just trying it out. Um, yeah. If if any names of import come up, we'll bring them up in the news. Sure. But a lot of times, someone was telling us about how, like, you know, I, I did know the best boy on the Burbs died. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're gonna just kind of come back at that. There's a couple. I mean, the big one this week, I think, was Stephen Hawking. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. Which is, you know, that can be a whole show in and of itself. It, it, it really, I mean, yeah. but not our show. Not our show. No. It just doesn't seem right. But anyway, yeah, so we're trying that. We're trying to cut the trailers in half and make things a little more time manageable for you guys. So, all right, let us know what's going on. Please tell a friend. Visit the Facebook page. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and all that other stuff. Yeah. You are not on Twitter, but you're on Facebook. Yes. Find us there. Uh, we'll see you next week for the Bonus Material Podcast. I'm Tom Carnell. And I'm Langley West. Stay scary. <laughs>